Have you ever wondered how to have more mental strength? We talk about coping skills, mental strength, but we don't really teach it. So what is mental strength? Mental strength is the ability to think through your problems, organize those, make choices in line with what you really want, and adjust as life comes at you. I teach mental strength, and I do it in a class called Healing Through the Mentally Strong Method. So, why do I teach mental strength? Well, I've had to really learn it. We don't actually teach it in our culture, but it's an attribute that we really admire in people. How do we get that? Well, I got it through survival. I got it through just having a very difficult time in my life. I always tell people I was depressed before I had a reason to be depressed. And then in 2005, my child died in a drowning accident. And then my son was diagnosed with a rare neurodegenerative condition called DRPLA. Then my husband was diagnosed with that. And then my daughter. In 2016, my son died from DRPLA, and most recently, my daughter died. So how am I standing? That's mental strength, and I feel called to teach that because over the course of those 12 years, I had to learn how to keep going, how to think through my problems, how to organize them, how to make choices, that are in line with what I really wanted. So in that difficulty, I created what we now call the Mentally Strong Method. And I'm going to teach it to you. Fortunately or unfortunately, depends on your personality type, it is only offered face-to-face in an eight-hour course. And the reason is, is because there is so much power in coming together and writing these things down, sharing them, and that's what we're doing in this eight-hour day. So it might seem like a long time, but I promise you it's worth the commitment. So what does the day look like? It usually starts at around nine o'clock. You come in and we get right into learning the Mentally Strong Method. So what is the Mentally Strong Method? It's four elements. It's a thought map. It is organizing uh, those, those thoughts. Then it's making choices in, in those specific categories. And then it is making sure you have a good personal vision so that your actions today and moving forward are in line with what you really want. And then also learning to adjust. So we go over kind of an overview of the Mentally Strong Method. I start with mapping myself. And um, I think this is a very powerful time because I'm not just out there teaching this as a technique. I am practicing it. I am living it. And I do this live. Like I don't practice what I'm going to do. How do I feel that day? Anxious, sad, depressed, angry. I'm going to put that on the board and we are going to go through it. And I'm going to show you I'm still using this method to figure out how to manage or control my responses and my reactions to how I feel. After that, we actually start with what we consider element four. So this is the personal vision. And the reason I start with the personal vision, because you may come into this class 
and not actually know what you want to work on. Some people know what they want to work on. Maybe you struggle with anxiety. Maybe you struggle with depression. Maybe you are making choices that you don't really want to make. Maybe you know, but many people don't really know what they, they actually need to work on to get mentally strong. So for that reason, we actually start with a personal vision because everybody should have a personal vision. And your personal vision can be any, in any area of your life. It could be relationships. It could be your intimate partner. It could be your relationship with your children. It could be your career choices or your friend choices. It, it could be anything. And, you know, we pick one or two to do this activity. But this is something that you should continue to do throughout your life, right? We're, we're going to try to get you to embrace the journey of mental strength. So we start with learning what is a personal vision and we start to write those things out and we'll break out into a small group and work on the personal vision. The, one of the parts of the personal vision is what barriers or obstacles are you coming across that make you not be able to fulfill uh, your personal vision? So when we get into the next part, which is the thought map, which is technically element one. So if you're actually upset and working through something, you should start with element one. But in the class, it's the second part that we work on. And we actually learn how to map how we feel about something. So if you come into this class and you know what you're dealing with, you would start right there with the mapping that. You could also map behaviors, or you could map some of the obstacles that you identified in your personal vision. And that's why we do the personal vision first. But in the thought map, it has been compared to like 20 years of journaling in 20 minutes. You are able to get out right in front of you with these little bubbles, what is still impacting you from your past. So this is a cognitive behavioral model and typically cognitive behavioral therapy, the whole premise is that how you think is going to affect how you behave or what you choose. But this actually, this thought map, actually takes a, it a little bit further to, to even do kind of like a psychoanalytical, like what from your childhood, identify any spiritual kind of things that are coming up for you, and it all gets on this map so that now we can go to the next element so we spend a, a good amount of time in this thought map, right? I teach it, I give a couple examples, and then you go into a small group and you do a thought map for yourself. I or one of our other coaches will come in and kind of help guide people to get started or to really have that aha moment. So the thought map is really all about that aha moment. And that's why it's so important that we do it face-to-face. -face. You could read the directions and do it yourself. And, and we do allow licensed professionals to take the class online. But we also encourage them to come and take it face-to-face. -face because you need to take this process as an aha moment. Like, oh, that actually makes sense why all of these things are going on or, or I'm reacting this way. Then what we consider this, the second element is identify and organize. And this is different than any other cognitive behavioral technique out there. And it was so important to me because I knew cognitive behavioral therapy. I was working on myself. But I just felt like as I was thought mapping or journaling, I was all over the place. It wasn't organized. Like I, I couldn't get the things not to connect. 
and it was it caused a lot of emotional energy to be wasted and so the identify and organize is to help you take those things that came out in the thought map and put them into one of these 10 categories so that they're organized we often talk about in self-development and cognitive behavioral therapy to reframe your thoughts, to think positive, and positive things will happen. And there's some truth to that. But it really, that is only one of the categories. One of our categories is called negative self-talk. And obviously, if you are not talking nicely to yourself, that is going to impact your mood and your, and your choices and being able to fulfill your personal vision. But that's only one of the 10 categories. I obviously have experienced unimaginable grief and it's real easy for that grief to spill into negative talk and just say things like I'm a bad mother or I didn't protect my children. Like, but that's negative talk and I need to stop that. So the technique for those negative talk is different than grief. Grief, I have to actually feel that pain. And so it's important that we have these 10 categories that when you are able to identify and organize, then you move into the next element, which is the power of choice. Now, the power of choice goes specifically with those categories, right? So when I say I'm missing Maya, I feel tremendous grief, today's an anniversary day, I need to take some time to grieve. And that is in the grief section. If I find myself allowing that to spill over into other categories, I need to treat that differently. When we go through and learn this, we actually learn these two together. The identify and organize and the power of choice specifically in those categories. Because as you identify and organize those things, the choices that you need to make are different depending on the category in which they come up for you. We spend some time learning about identify and organize and power of choice, and then we break up into small groups again, and we, we take our thought map and we allow each other to kind of help put those into place, help each other identify choices that can be made in those areas, and then we, we come back together as a, as a large group. I then go over again kind of the identify and organize power of choice and personal vision. So we started the morning with the personal vision, but really that's where we're trying to go. We want to make sure that we are making choices in line with our personal vision or we need to adjust our personal vision. None of these things are hard and fast forever. Obviously, my personal vision had to change when I lost children, and, and so life will come at you and things will have to change. You will self-evaluate and then make decisions or changes to what you want your personal vision to be. But this is a journey, and you can see why it takes all day, eight hours, to really get to understand these processes. Doing them with other people is important, but ultimately it is to empower you to find your mental strength. I hear so many people say, oh, you're strong. If I can do it, you can do it. And it's about learning how to do it. It's about digging deep and finding your mental strength. You have it, it's there. I started with telling you that I was depressed way before I had a reason to be depressed. 
I mean, I have lost three children. I, I have every excuse to, to be depressed, to be anxious, to, to not be working towards my personal vision, right? But I can. I can find that strength, but I can also find the time to grieve. And so if I can do it, you can do it. And I want to teach you how to do it. So look and see when our next class is. Sign up for that class. Come in with the intent to really learn, self-evaluate, and allow yourself to be empowered to find your strength and see what's holding you back from that strength. I hope to see you there because I believe that you are mentally strong.